More to Life is a co-production of Ave Maria Radio and EWTN Radio and carried across the EWTN Global Catholic Radio Network. Today on More to Life, God help me, these kids are driving me crazy. Parenting is tough work, and being a Catholic parent in today's world is even tougher. Got parenting questions? We've got the answers you're looking for. 877-573-7825. They want to have a great marriage and family and personal life. Well, the theology of the body reveals how you can actually achieve it. More to life. The happiest couples know how to say I do to each other every moment of every day. Surprising. Relevant. Hopeful. Angela, let's not just settle for stopping your son's behavior. Exactly. Let's talk about the kind of young man you want to raise. Practical. Theology of the body-based answers for every part of your life. God's original blueprint didn't include depression and anxiety. Yeah, that's a human invention. God wants to set you free. Let's talk about making that happen. The life you were meant to live through the theology of the body. More to life. Good morning, everyone. You are listening to More to Life on the EWTN Global Catholic Radio Network. I'm Dr. Greg Popchak. I'm Lisa Popchak. And today on More to Life, God help me, these kids are driving me crazy. Yeah, we love our kids, but sometimes they can make us a little nuts. And uh, (laughs) we're asking you, do you have any parenting questions? Yeah, not necessarily problems, just questions, right? I mean, if you have problems, that's that's, that's okay, too. We'd, yeah. we'd be happy to help you with that. But really, you know, whatever questions you've got, for example, maybe you've got a child whose behavior is making you just a little crazy. I mean, just a wee little bit, you know, right? Uh, maybe you're facing a particular parenting challenge that you're not sure how to handle. Maybe you and your spouse aren't on the same page. Or maybe the advice and comments you're getting from all of your friends Uh, is making you feel like you're doing it all wrong. Maybe you have questions about being the parent of adult kids or even being a grandparent. Look, the fact is parenting is never easy, no matter what age or stage you're in. And if you've got questions about being a more confident, effective Catholic parent, we've got the answers you're looking for. Give us a call. The number, 877-573-573. 7825. I'll tell you what it really is any stage that your kids are in because when they pretend to be all independent and self-sufficient when they're toddlers it's annoying it can mess up your time schedule as they you know keep saying I'll do it myself and they can't (laughs) but there's a cuteness to it when they pretend to be all powerful and self-sufficient when their teens are young adults and they haven't got a clue and you see them heading for the iceberg that isn't cute anymore that gets really difficult that gets frustrating and you don't know how much independence do you give them what do you let how how hard do you let them fall if you do feel like you have to you know in, interject into their lives how do you do it and have them respond well how do you keep them on a holy and healthy track in their lives. There are about two gajillion questions and challenges that we go through in our parenting lives or in a day in our parenting lives that can leave us feeling shook, that can make us feel angry, that can make us feel frightened, that can make us feel torn down to the point where you kind of just go go in a a separate room and, and let a couple tears out sometimes. And it's also something that can, as you were saying, Greg, cause tension in your marriage 
or with the person you have to co-parent with, even if those co-parents are your, are the grandparents of your children, because so many grandparents are taking on that role in this economic climate and, and with everything that's going on. They're with our kids a lot, sometimes all day, every day. And how do you negotiate all those decisions that need to be made, all those inter- interactions that need to happen? It can be tough. So if you're dealing with questions or problems with your kids, no matter how old they are, we are here for you today on More to Life. Give us a call at 877-573-7825. That's 877-573-7825. Catholic parenting just got a little easier. You're welcome. 877-573-7825. And uh, I also, you know, we're going to be talking about this throughout the program, but I also want to just let folks know if, if you're looking for ongoing support, Check out the Catholic HOM app. Become a premium member of the Catholic Home Community. That's Catholic HOM. It stands for Households on Mission, where you can get all the resources, downloadables, videos, and the professional pastoral accompaniment from my whole team of pastoral counselors to walk with you every day, responding to your questions, helping you overcome challenges, enabling you to become a more effective, faithful Catholic parent. Check it out at CatholicHOM.com. Again, that stands for Catholic Households on Missions. Uh, and become a premium member of the Catholic Home Community today. We even now have an engagement course on there, a pre-marriage course, and a marriage retreat. So anything that has to do with your family being holier, healthier, and happier, we cover it yeah, on we the have, HOM app. In addition to the marriage retreat, actually, we've got uh, tons of other marriage building videos and yes, resources. So lots of good stuff there. CatholicHOM.com. Become a premium member today to take advantage of all the benefits we can offer you. But you can also call us in, r- call in right now with your parenting questions. Don't wait. We are here to help. 877-573-7825. Exactly. This is the place. We are live. We are here for you in this moment, and we want to be able to give you some joy, some relief, and some grace today in your parenting or grandparenting journey. Give us a call at 877-573-7825. That's 877-573-7825. Every day on More to Life, we take a look at the topic of the day through the lens of St. John Paul's Theology of the Body. And for folks who aren't aware of what that is, when St. John Paul was Pope, he gave a series of reflections, actually over the course of about five years, on creation, salvation history, the Gospels, and he revealed how those things point clearly to God's plan for living a more abundant life and having healthier, holier relationships. Now, the theology of the body reminds us that families are schools of love and virtue where we all learn to live life as a gift and that parents are the most important teachers in this school of love. Parenting can be hard, and it's tempting to settle for just getting through the day with our kids. We all have to do that on some days, at least. But Catholic parents are called to do so much more. The Church tells us that parenting is actually one of the most important ministries in the Church, because it is the primary way that the next generation of Christians are formed as disciples. The world needs loving, responsible, godly people. 
God has commissioned Catholic parents to give the world what it needs. That's a big job, right? But the more we can approach parenting in a prayerful, thoughtful, intentional, graceful manner, the more we can fulfill our mission as Catholics to let God change the world through our families by raising the next generation of faithful, courageous, loving, responsible, godly men and women. Now, of course, none of us knows how to do that perfectly. No matter how well we think we were raised by our parents, none of us are saints and none of us knows how to raise a saint, which is exactly what we're called to do. So we've all got a lot of lot to learn, right? That's why every day, especially when we're struggling, we need to our Heavenly Father and pray, Lord, teach me how to be the parent you want me to be in this moment and all day, every day. Help me respond to my kids in ways that will glorify you. Help me be my best self and bring out the best of my kids in every situation. Give me your love and grace and let my kids experience your love and grace through me. It's that prayer that allows us to let God teach us how to raise the children he's lent to us for a while instead of just charging through on our own. Give us a call at 877-573-7825. Today's show is titled, God Help Me, These Kids Are Driving Me Crazy. You know, parenting is tough work at whatever age or stage you're in. And if you've got parenting questions, whether it's about a kid whose behavior is driving you a little crazy or you're facing a particular parenting challenge you're not sure what to do about or the things you've done haven't worked, or maybe you and your spouse aren't on the same page or your, your friends are making comments or giving advice that make you feel like you're getting it all wrong. Whatever the situation is, we want to help. 877-573-7825. Again, that's 877-573-7825. Let's take our concerns to the Lord, and then we'll start taking your calls. In the name of the Father, Father and the, the Son, Son, and the, the Holy, Holy Spirit. Spirit. Amen. Lord Jesus Christ, we come into your presence, and we thank you for the gift of our children. And we know that ultimately they belong to you and that you lend your children to us for a time to, to love, to form, to raise. But Lord, we don't know what we're doing. We don't know how to parent the way you would have us parent. We don't know how to raise good and godly children. But we trust in you to make up what lacks in us. And so we ask you now, Lord, to teach us how to respond to our kids both in general and today, in the way that you would have us respond to them. Help us to teach them the ways to go. Help us to really hear your voice, showing us how to convey your love and your grace and the lessons of living a godly life in ways that they will actually hear. Open up our hearts to your instruction so that we only teach your children what you want them to know and teach them in ways that you would have us teach them so that your message can really sink in. We ask you, Lord, to help us overcome the parenting challenges we face with grace and confidence and to help us be at peace, knowing that you are leading us and our children in deeper communion with you and each other. We ask all of this through the intercession of the Blessed Virgin Mary and in the name of the Father, the the Son, and the the Holy Holy Spirit. Spirit. Amen. Amen. Pope St. John Paul the Great. Pray for us. Today on More to Life, we are taking your calls about parenting on our show titled, God Help Me, These Kids Are Driving Me Crazy. You know, parenting is tough work, and being a Catholic parent in today's world is even tougher. So if you've got parenting questions, 
or even parenting problems, we've got the answers and solutions you're looking for. Give us a call at 877-573-7825. Again, that's 877-573-7825. Let's talk now with Michael, who's listening to EWTN Radio in Texas on Guadalupe Radio. Hi, Michael. Welcome to More to Life. What's going on? Hi, thanks for taking my call. Yes, I have a three-year-old about before. Daughter, and she is quite strong-willed, and sometimes I can be agnostic. And um, I just wanted to know how to parent uh, her better. She, uh, for example, uh, when we took my kids to swimming, um, swimming place, uh, she had this water gun, and she she would hit her brother with it. I, I, and I put that. I took it away, I said, it's going time out, and she threw up a fit, and when we got to the swimming place, uh, I put her, you know, when she was having a fit, I put her in time out for a bit, and and she would still, um, you know, throw a fit. Um, sure. So look, here, and, here, Michael, let me let me, let me me help you out here. Just Timeouts don't work for kids under five at least. Okay, that's not, that's not to say you can't do some different little modifications of that as they get closer to five. But but um, below five, because here's here's the thing: a timeout, all right, is 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 not a, is not a punishment. It doesn't actually do anything for kids, right? That's why parents often feel like timeouts don't even work for you know kids who are seven, eight, nine, ten, uh, because because we parents think that a timeout changes behavior. But but for kids under five, especially, it, they don't work at all. And here's why. Because the mechanism of a timeout is you give the kid a space to calm themselves down so that they can receive whatever lessons you're trying to teach them. So the effectiveness of a timeout depends upon a child's ability to self-regulate, to get themselves under control. Okay? So what do you need in order to get yourself under control? Like, think about yourself, Michael, right? How do you talk? If you're feeling stressed out or upset about something, what do you do? You have to talk yourself down, right? Well, kids, three-year-olds especially, don't have enough language uh, to do that. They, 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 don't, they don't know how to talk themselves down. They don't have the physical or mental ability to self-regulate. So, so for kids under five, the, the best way to get them to calm down and to listen is, is, what's, is different forms of what we may call a time in. Uh, in particular, you know, say from birth to about three or four at least, uh, the best way to help kids calm down is to actually just hold them and and talk quietly to them, rub their back, stroke her hair, empathize with her. Say, I get what, that you're upset. It's, I know it's really hard to listen sometimes. I know you were having fun, but you can't play that way. I love you very much. Take a deep breath with me. Calm down. The most important discipline lesson you can teach kids up until you know age five or so is how to self-regulate. Because you're looking at you're looking at her, uh, the things she's doing is a behavior problem. You, you, know, you even called her strong-willed. It's it's she's not strong-willed. She doesn't know how to self-regulate, and no kid her age does, right? So the first skill parents have to teach kids is how to self-regulate, and we learn they learn that by being with us. And it, it's like it's like learning to walk, right? How do you teach kids how to walk? You hold their hand while they do it. Well, to self-regulate, your kid needs to be in your lap, kind of heart to heart. Right, literally, like your, their heart against your heart, and when and what happens is, your hopefully calmer bodily signs, your your heart rate, your your respiration rate, your uh, your body temperature, 
downloads into her. You're basically airdropping your emotional state into her as you're holding her close to you, rubbing her back, uh, cocking her down, empathizing with her. You know that this is not, by the way, saying you know she should run naked and wild. Okay, it's <laughs> exactly. Not, you're, but what you're doing is you're getting her to the place where she's calm enough to listen to what you want to say. So you get her to that calm place, and then you say, okay, let's talk about some ways you can play. You, know, you can't whap your sister with, or brother, brother with, with, the, with the water, water gun, gun, but you, what can you do? And then you, and you, so once she's calm, you can have that conversation. And that's what discipline is at this age. And I think it's very important, Michael, for you and others that are listening to this who may be having a very um, annoyed reaction to hearing this procedure being done with a child. We are not in any way, shape, or form saying you reward the bad behavior, the unacceptable behavior with affection it's not a reward it is helping her to to come back into a state where she can be taught and discipled by you you say things like hey you know i i love you but this is not okay for you to do and it's never okay for you to hurt someone i'm going to help you calm down and then we'll practice how you should be doing these things or and you're not getting the water gun back until I see you being gentle with your brother and being calm. So you're letting her know what's expected of her. You want her to be calm. You want her to show you ways that she can be gentle. And that is reparation toward her brother for the offense. So the, the affection that she's getting is saying, I know you don't know how to control yourself right now, but I trust that you can because you are a good person and you can learn and I am here to teach you how we will get through this and to a better place together we're gonna wrap up but I just want to say this to you and all the other listeners you know a strong-willed child is a child who's expected to obey without having been taught to self-regulate that's what it, because because with they don't have the capacity to self-regulate and we expect them to behave uh, then we just set up a power struggle because the kids goes into reaction state no matter what we say and they just react to us all the time. That's not a strong-willed child. That's a child who doesn't know how to self-regulate. And that's every kid up until about age five. So that's the first and most important discipline lesson we can teach our kids. I, I, Michael, I, so run, I, I think you can run with the suggestions we've made here, but I would really love for you to pick up a copy of um, Parenting Your Kids with Grace, uh, which is, looks at birth to age 10 and focuses on this kind of approach. How do you teach your kids to self-regulate? How do you teach them to actually listen? How do you actually open up their hearts? Uh, how do you, you know, how do you approach them in ways that allow them to be open to the lessons you're trying to convey? That's parenting your kids with grace. I would also really recommend that you join the Catholic Home Community. Uh, that's CatholicHOM.com. Become a premium member to get the coaching, then the resources that you need to overcome these hurdles, and really have a lot more peaceful and effective parenting life. And have the community you need to be able to ask these questions and feel supported. We have fantastic fathers over on the Catholic HOM community that are really supporting each other and being the best, most godly dads they can be. It's a really wonderful community. Check, check it out at CatholicHOM.com or download the app and become a premium member of the Catholic Home Community. That's Catholic HOM. Thanks for the call, Michael. we got to go to break. When we come back, we're continuing to take your calls about parenting on our show titled, God Help Me, These Kids Are Driving Me Crazy. If you've got parenting questions, we've got the answers you're looking for. 877-573-7825. When we come back, We'll be taking your calls, plus we'll be joined by Pastoral Counselor Jacob Flores Popchak. Stick around for that and a whole lot more when More to Life continues after the break. Brought to you by the nonprofit Seton Home Study. Hi, everybody. Dr. Ray Garendi here. You thinking about homeschooling? 
Seton Homeschooling, 40 years of experience, 17,000 current students, pre-K through high school. They provide the books, the lesson plan, the counselors, the grading services, the tests. That's right, pretty much everything. My wife and I use Seton, some of our children. Tell you this, two of them got perfect ACT scores in verbal. And overall, the Seton students scored more than 100 points above average on the SAT. Over 30% higher on English and reading on the ACT. It's a rigorous program. You want to give the very best to your kids? Trust me on this one. Go with Seton. It is a beautifully rigorous academic program. Go to seatonhome.org. That is seatonhome.org. Underwritten in part by this not-for-profit. Are you looking for peace? Longing for joy? Want to meet the giver of all goodness? God is calling the laity to bring Ignatian prayer into a suffering world. Work for the new evangelization. Go to lordteachmetopray.com. Order your free digital training and manual. Find true happiness and everlasting joy. Go to lordteachmetopray.com. And click on the red button today. It's free. Approved by the USCCB. Would you get on a plane that doesn't have a pilot? Investing in passive index mutual funds may present the same issue. The Ave Maria mutual funds are actively managed by seasoned investment professionals to help you meet your investment goals in a morally responsible way. Ave Maria funds are managed to conform to pro-life and pro-family values. Long-term investors could invest in the no-load Ave Maria mutual fund. You can learn more about the Ave Maria mutual funds at 866-AVE-MARIA or visit AveMariaFunds.com. Welcome back to More to Life on the EWTN Global Catholic Radio Network. I'm Lisa Popchak. I'm Dr. Greg Popchak. Today's show is titled, God Help Me, These Kids Are Driving Me Crazy. Do you have parenting questions? We've got the answers you're looking for. Give us a call. The number is 877-573-7825. Again, that's 877-573-7825. Let's talk it out together. Joining us right now, Jacob Flores Popchak. He is a pastoral counselor with CatholicCounselors.com. He's an author and illustrator and also the co-host with Father Gabriel Toretta of the Faith and Arts podcast, Created Things. Jacob, welcome to More to Life. Thank you for having me. So you wanted to share an insight about where kind of we need as parents to get ourselves when we're disciplining our kids to be effective. Yeah, you know, I, I talk to a lot of people who, and this is all of us sometimes, right, but but who get, you know, really frustrated or really stressed or really overwhelmed when their kids get into a, a spiral of misbehavior, especially when, as you were kind of describing with your last call, that, that misbehavior is accompanied by a lot of big emotions, right? So, you know, junior starts crying the second that, you know, this thing happens, and that really frustrates me, and I, I scold junior, or maybe I yell at junior, or, you know, maybe I even, you know, I'm tempted to spank junior, or, or any of those various things that, that so many of us are tempted to do. But I think that sets up a really problematic pattern in, in our parent-child relationships because most of us who fall into those patterns will then also be pretty non-effusive when a kid does uh, a quote-unquote good thing, when they behave well. 
And we get into that pattern in part because we're so exhausted that, you know, when they finally are behaving, we're just sort of like, okay, good, I can check that off the list. You know, and partially because it doesn't occur to us to respond uh, particularly effusively, right? It doesn't occur to us to respond with any kind of big, happy emotions when they do it because, well, that's my expectation for them. And, and I think that's really the exact reverse of the way it ought to be if we're going to have a healthy parent-child relationship, right? When, when a kid's experiencing really big emotions, even if those really big emotions are around a misbehavior or have to do with a misbehavior on their part, it's very important for them to see us as, you know, as their parents as someone who can be unflappable, as someone who can be unaffected by that. Now, that doesn't mean we're going to act like we're cool with everything. That doesn't mean we're going to give them a thumbs up and say, yeah, that's fine with me, right? But it does mean that we shouldn't be screaming or yelling or scolding even, right? We want to be able to very peacefully and calmly say things like, hey, is that the way we do things in this family? Or, hey, buddy, what are we supposed to be doing right now? Or, hey, it really hurts mom or daddy's feelings when you, when you talk like that, right? Very calm, very, you know, cool composure, almost Spock-like, right? You can't imagine Spock getting angry, right? And, and the, the mental image I always recommend people use with this is, you know, imagining that they're a big old rock in the ocean, like a giant, like haystack rock almost in the ocean, and the waves are crashing up over you, and the waves are your kids, and the waves are the stresses of the day. That rock doesn't feel any need to get up and go yell at the waves. That rock is okay with those waves crashing over it because it knows it's bigger than the waves. And that's the message we want to send to our kids too, that we're bigger than those things that are stressing them out, and therefore they can trust us. And we can juxtapose that beautifully by then being very, very effusive in a positive way when they do the right things so that they can begin to see, oh, my positive behavior has a positive impact on the world around me. When I do these good things, it makes mommy or daddy really, really happy. And when I do these bad things, I don't get much of a reaction at all. And that's going to naturally incline your kid to do more of the positive things because it gives them that sense of empowerment an industry over their environment that all kids, powerless as they are, really crave. And suddenly you're calm in the right times and happy in the right times, and they're you know, wanting to behave well because it gives them that a sense of authority that they crave in an otherwise powerless environment, and you're building a relationship and a dynamic, a power dynamic, that's going to last positively for years to come. Are mobile phones dangerous? I'm Chuck Gatica, and this is Journey Strong. Our phones have become an extension of our physical bodies, and they emit radiation. Where you routinely place, hold, or store your phone on your body is critical. Energy emitted from radio frequency exposure can be absorbed by the body and potentially harmful. 
Apple recommends customers using its latest iPhones try the hands-free options like built-in speaker phones and headphones to reduce exposure. Android-type phones top the list of phones giving off the most radiation. Keep all brands of phones away from your ear and head when possible. Men should store a phone in a pant pocket. Women should keep their phone in a purse, pant pocket, but not in their bra. I didn't know this was a thing. Practice social distancing from phones. Like fasting from food, maybe it's time for a digital detox. Check out the Journey Strong tab for more on this at the homepage of AveMariaRadio.net. Father Benedict Groeschel. I often go back to my childhood. In church, we love to be reverent. To Christ present in the Eucharist. To Christ on the cross. But I was also impressed by the reverence of my friends in the Salvation Army. They had a little band. And I used to walk past the band on Sunday morning on my way to church. And I was just a child. But I said, you know, they're trying to pray to God. They're showing reverence to God. All this was reverence. Now what do I see? I hear one irreverence after another. And week after week, month after month, the media churns out things that make fun of religion in general and make fun of Christianity in particular and particularly make fun of the Catholic Church. No class. Absolutely no class. EWTN. Live Truth. Live Catholic. I'm Dr. Greg Popchak. Hey men, did you know that you're called to lead couple prayer in your marriage? You might have the most amazing individual prayer life, but how is it possible to have a godly marriage if you and your wife don't submit yourselves to God in prayer on a daily basis? If you go off and pray by yourself and then tell your wife what you heard, how is that not setting yourself up as some kind of anointed oracle in your home? Yes, it's a good first step, but it's only the first step. Bring your bride to pray with you and ask God to teach you both how to love each other the way he wants you to love each other. Let her see you humbling yourself before God and she'll give you her heart in ways you never dreamed possible. To learn more, check out my book, The Bedatitudes, Eight Ways to Be an Awesome Dad, or visit catholiccounselors.com. Welcome back to More to Life on the EWTN Global Catholic Radio Network. I'm Lisa Popchak. I'm Dr. Greg Popchak. We apologize for a little technical glitch before the break there. We are back, though, and taking your calls at 877-573-7825. Again, that's 877-573-7825. Our show today is titled, God Help Me, These Kids Are Driving Me Crazy. You know, parenting is tough work, and if you've got questions about parenting, we're here for you. Maybe you've got a kid whose behavior is driving you a little crazy. Uh, maybe you're facing a particular parenting challenge that you're not sure how to handle. You know, maybe, uh, as Jacob was talking about in the last segment, you know, you're, you're, you're hearing this whole idea about you know, self-regulation, the importance of getting ourselves to a calmer place, helping our kids be in a calmer place so they can listen and learn to what we're trying to teach them, but you're not sure how to get there. Maybe you and your spouse aren't on the same page about parenting, or the advice your friends are giving you uh, is making you feel like you're doing it all wrong. Whatever the situation is, we want to help you be a more confident, effective, faithful Catholic parent. Give us a call. The number is 877 573 
877-573-7825. Again, that's 877 877- Five seven three seven eight two five. Before we go to our next call, we want to send out congratulations to two more members of the EWTN radio family. Catholic Voice of the Palm Beaches is celebrating their eighth year with us. And their station, WPBV 98.3 FM, serves Palm City and Stewart, Florida. We also want to congratulate Light of Truth Ministries, serving Lake Placid, New York, who marks their seventh year with EWTN. Congratulations, guys, from all of us at EWTN Radio. And listeners, wherever you're tuning into Catholic Radio, please make sure to support your local Catholic radio station with your prayers and with your financial support to keep Catholic Radio going strong and growing stronger every day so that we can all continue supporting you and everyone you know with the light of God's grace and the gospel. And we are taking your calls right now at 877-573-7825. Again, that's 877-573-7825 about parenting on our show titled, God Help Me, These Kids Are Driving Me Crazy. Let's talk now with Julia, who's listening to EWTN Radio in Indiana. Hi, Julia. Welcome to More to Life. What's your question for us? Hi, thank you for taking my call. I have a nine-year-old grandson who um, has... He, gets, he becomes very, I watch him and his brothers one day a week, and I, he gets verbally abusive with me if I don't let him do something, like, and especially if I don't let him play on his iPad the way he wants to. He will say things like, I hate you, you suck, get out of my room, and then once he calms down, um, he'll come back, and he's very apologetic. Hmm. Very kind. He'll apologize to me, but the problem is, he he sees that because that's exactly the way his dad behaves towards it's my son-in-law. He acts the same way towards my daughter. Mm-hmm. He gets when he gets angry, he becomes becomes verbally abusive, and so you know he, this little nine-year-old he sees it all the time. So I don't know. Yeah. I don't know how to approach it. Do I What's your daughter doing to get help? Yeah, well, we can help you with you. We can help you specifically with your your son, uh, your grandson. But, but I'm concerned. We're both concerned for your daughter. I mean, this is awful for her, and now her son is being raised to do the same kind of thing. Has she? Have yeah. you ever talked to her about it? Is she getting any kind of counseling help? Is she? doing anything to change the situation with such abuse in her life. I have talked to her about it, and I, as a matter of fact, just the other day, I encouraged her uh, to get help, to go seek counseling, and she acknowledged, yes, she would, but sometimes I think she says those things just to appease me and sort of stop questions, stop asking me questions, mom, or, but, um, yeah, I, I, you know, I, they they try to discipline him too, but until my son. Yeah, but they 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 don't know how to do it. They they they, they don't know how to do it. <laughs> they yeah, don't. I mean, not... if they're living in a situation where the father in this household is this uncontrolled, and will actually treat another adult that way, they're only going to be triggered more by a child behaving this way in their household, and it's just going to get worse. All right, so let's talk about how to handle the uh, your, your grandson. I mean, it's, it's actually a really good sign that he's remorseful afterward. Um, kids can get to a point where they won't be remorseful anymore, and so you have, you have a window here to, to operate within. 
So let, let, let's talk about what, what to do there, and then uh, we can maybe touch a little bit more on, on you know, helping your, your, your daughter. Um, so when he behaves, okay, we've been talking a lot about self-regulation so far, right? In the first call we had with the three-year-old within Jacob's segment, uh, the, 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 your, 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 your grandson doesn't know how to self-regulate because he's got a terrible example in his dad. Uh, his dad doesn't know how to self-regulate either, and, and so his, his emotional brain takes over and he just says and does things that are awful until he calms himself down. The, um, so when your grandson, you know, let's, let's take the iPad example. You, you, you won't let him have the iPad. And he loses his mind. You know, he says all those hurtful things. In that moment, you you gotta kind of let them have to spin out because you know. But the, but after that, you need to say, you can't give them the iPad. Obviously, you need to say, listen. In our home, in this home, we love people more than things. That is the rule. And in order for me to let you have anything, I need to know that you can love the people more than the thing. And your behavior said that you don't know how to do that. So, I can't let you have this, whatever. This entire day that we're together. Instead, I need to see ways that you can be loving to me and to your brothers, whoever, you know, and let's talk about what that's going to look like. Give me some examples of what it would mean to you to, to love us more than the things. Let's look at that. And Julia, when he comes up with those examples, I want you to really be assessing. I need you to step back as his grandmother for a minute and really be assessing does he know how to honestly serve and love other people? Are these things that will actually help repair the relationship and make him a genuinely caring person? Because they have one huge concern here for your whole, your daughter and the whole situation, which is while he is, the grandson is mimicking his father's explosive behavior, he may also be mimicking his father's manipulative behavior. In, abu in emotionally abusive relationships and relationships that become physically abusive, you often have someone who just lets loose, is abusive in whatever way they are abusive, and then comes back later and does the whole, oh, I'm so sorry, I was just this, and I'm a terrible person, and please forgive me, and nothing changes they just come back as sort of a puppy with their tail between their legs and think if they're sweet enough and apologetic enough and have big puppy dog eyes then someone will forgive them and let them get away with it over and over and over again this may be a continued extension of what your grandson is seeing from his father as well not just the explosive behavior but the way the dad gets back in the good graces of your daughter and that is very dangerous. Well, and you know, you know if the remorse is real, if he's willing to go along with what I'm suggesting, mm -hmm. right? Where you say to him, look, I can't let you have the iPad the entire visit today because you can't show me, you need to be able to show me that you love people more than things. So if you can do that this time, the rest of the day, and you, again, you identify specific things, you don't just say that generically, then, then I will let you play with your iPad the next time we come, as long as you can continue to love the people more than things. Um, but that's the rule in this house. So we talk more about this in Parenting Your Kids with Grace, and I really encourage you to check that out, both as a help to you and to your daughter. Um, 
the one other thing I want to point out here, and this is something they say all the time, you know, parenting is hard, okay? It always is. Um, but the degree to which parenting and in grandparenting, the degree to which we experience it as difficult tends to be directly dependent, not so much on the kid, but on how much the kid's behavior brings out certain wounds in us. And there's a wound in your family that, that doesn't know how to set appropriate boundaries with inappropriate behavior. I'm guessing your, your daughter came by that somehow, right? I don't know how she learned to accept this kind of treatment from another person. I don't know if that happened in your home growing up or with her growing up. Uh, I, I don't know where it came from, come from. But, but, but if, if there's anything that you can do to learn how to set better boundaries in your own life so that you can be a better example to your daughter about how to do that in her life, that would be an important thing for you to look at. Um, I'll, and, and also continue to encourage your daughter to get the help that she needs to change this relationship. Now, I will say this. Her husband will not want to go to counseling mm -mm. with her. The marriage works for him. He just blusters and fulminates and tantrums. And then probably apologizes and acts, you know, romantic and sweet and pathetic. And she takes him back and passes this behavior on to her son and is creating a hellstorm for herself. But, um, you know, so he's not going to want to change this, right? So she needs to know that, that she's going to need to go to counseling herself to learn how to be strong and set appropriate limits with inappropriate behavior. If you're doing that yourself, too, if you're, if you're going to, to get help to learn how to do that yourself, then you can more effectively support her and model that for her. It will also help you with your grandson. So, you know, again, I, I really want you to look at those things. And I'd like you to find a couple of different therapeutic resources for her and give her that contact information email address, the phone number, whatever she needs to have. Yeah, don't just tell her to go to counseling. Because she doesn't, she's never going to have the strength with what her husband's putting her through to actually get online and look up a counselor and then make the contact call or email and then actually get herself there. She needs you to be able to say, hey, these are three different, two or three different therapist situations that you can get into I will drive you there. I will sit here and help you schedule the appointment, but this is getting this is getting dangerous. Please let's help get some help. All right, Julia. So we've got some suggestions for handling your grandson's behavior better. We've got some suggestions for for helping yourself be more effective at setting appropriate limits with inappropriate behavior, and you've got some suggestions for helping your daughter out. If there's more we can do, don't, please don't hesitate to reach out to us at catholiccounselors.com. You can work with a faithful Catholic counselor to transform your relationships uh, in the light of God's grace. Also, again, that book, Parenting Your Kids with Grace, a Catholic Parent Guide to Raising uh, Almost Perfect Kids. It's uh, The first for edition is um, for kids birth to 10. And so that's the one I'd really recommend taking a look at, Parenting Your Kids with Grace. You can check that out at catholiccounselors.com. All right, we have to go to break, uh, but uh, as we head out to break, it's time for our scripture of the day, which comes to us from Deuteronomy chapter 6, verses 4 through 7. Hear, O Israel, the Lord is our God, the Lord alone. Therefore, you shall love the Lord your God with your whole heart and with your whole being and with your whole strength. Take to heart these words. Keep repeating them to your children. Recite them when you are at home and when you are away and when you lie down and when you get up. You know, the whole purpose of this verse is to remind us and our kids who we are. 
that we are God's children first and that we don't know how to do anything. And the most important thing we can do in any situation is turn to God first and say, Lord, how do you want me to respond to this situation? And on this show today about parenting, in particular, we really want to focus on asking God to teach us how to raise his children instead of just charging into the situation and doing what we were taught. Uh, instead of just running into the situation and doing what we think we should do. The most important thing is to say, Lord, I don't know what I'm doing. I'm kind of learning on the job here, but I need you to teach me. You know, help me to be my best self with this kid. Help me to show my kid how to be their best selves. Lead me and guide me to, so I can be the parent you want me to be, the parent my kids need me to be. And God will teach you. We're taking your calls right now at 877-573-7825. Again, that's 877-573-7825. The show is titled, God Help Me, These Kids Are Driving Me Crazy. You know, do you have a question about parenting uh, your kids at any age or stage? Maybe you've got a kid whose behavior is driving you just a little nuts. (laughs) Maybe you're facing a particular parenting challenge that you're not sure how to handle. Perhaps you and your spouse aren't on the same page about parenting, or or the advice or comments you're getting from your friends makes you feel like you're doing it all wrong. If you've got parenting questions, we've got the answers you're looking for. Give us a call. The number is 877-573-7825. Again, that's 877-573-7825. This program is brought to you in part by Charity Mobile, a proud partner of Ave Maria Radio for over 15 years. Charity Mobile is the pro-life cell phone company and has sent nearly $2 million to thousands of pro-life charities. 4G LTE coverage is available nationwide, and 5% of your monthly plan price goes to your favorite pro-life charity. A video introduction is available at CharityMobile.com. Charity Mobile, everyday living, effortless giving. CharityMobile.com. As a Catholic mom, I know that parenting can be hard, frustrating, and lonely. But it doesn't have to be that way anymore. I'm Lisa Popcheck from More to Life, inviting you to become a premium member of Catholic Home. That's CatholicHOM.com. It's an online community dedicated to supporting Catholic parents like you. At Catholic Home, you can chat with our team of family life coaches every day, get expert help with discipline issues, self-care, creating a stronger marriage, living your faith at home, or just coping with the stress of being a Catholic parent in today's world. In addition to personalized expert support, you'll get access to tons of creative resources, entertaining videos that teach your kids how to get along and love the Lord, downloadable activities, monthly live parenting Q&As, and a supportive community and tons of other benefits, like my Momfidence podcast. Go to CatholicHOM.com today and become a premium member of the Catholic Home Community. Again, that's CatholicHOM.com. I can't wait to see you there. This Ave Maria program is brought to you in part by the nonprofit CMF Curo. Your search for affordable health care stops here. Since 2014, CMF Curo has provided Catholics with affordable health care sharing that goes beyond insurance. With programs that cost less than many COBRA and ACA-sponsored plans, CMF Curo is a Catholic health sharing experience that enables you to live fully alive while saving money. Call 1-833-GET-CURO to find affordable Catholic health care now. That's 1-833-GET-CURO. Want more tips for living a more joyful, abundant life through the gift of the theology of the body? Well, and follow us on Facebook at More to Life with Dr. Greg and Lisa, and on Twitter and Instagram at Catholic Counselors. We'll see you there. 
Thank you for joining us today on More to Life on the EWTN Global Catholic Radio Network. I'm Lisa Popchak. I'm Dr. Greg Popchak. Today's show is titled, God Help Me, These Kids Are Driving Me Crazy. You've got parenting questions? We've got the answers you're looking for, whether your kids are engaging in behaviors that are driving you just you know, a wee bit crazy. Or if you're facing particular parenting challenges you're just not sure how to handle, we are here to help. Give us a call. That number is 877-573-7825. We have an email here from Sherry, who's listening to EWTN Radio in Michigan. And she says, my daughter, who was a sophomore, now rising junior, has really struggled during the previous year between trying to keep up her grades and dealing with really unhealthy social situations. She was depressed and anxious this past year. She's so much better now over the summer, but I'm really concerned about what's going to happen when she goes back. Junior year is traditionally so challenging. I know it was for her siblings. I'm not sure what to do to help her. Should I suggest online school? Should we switch schools completely, which may be even more difficult for her? Should I just let her go and see what happens? And that's Sherry in Michigan listening on Ave Maria Radio. Sherry, thanks so much for the message. And, you know, you're, you're, you're falling into a trap that, that, that we, not just parents, fall into, but every single person falls into when dealing with a problem. We have a tendency to think that we don't deal with the problem unless the problem is actively happening. And that's the absolute worst time to deal with a problem. Right. The best time to deal with a problem is when it's not happening so that you can go into the problem with fresh ideas. So you're saying that now she's calmer, she seems less depressed and less anxious, and she's got a bit more of the summer left. This is the time to be able to go to the daughter and say, you're doing so much better. Now let's get you the skills you're going to need to be able to deal with going back into school. Is yeah, that right? Well, that's exactly right. And so... Um, that doesn't necessarily mean professional counseling at this point, right? So if the first step is say, you know, you're going back to school. What are some of the things that were really hard for you to deal with last year? Let's talk about how you could handle them differently if they happen again this time, if, if, they, if they start happening again this year. What, what do you think you'd need to do to handle these things well, to feel good about the way you manage those situations? Let's talk it out. Now, I'm hoping that in the course of those conversations, because it's not going to be just one talk, it's going to have to be several conversations, you guys can figure some things out together. You know, make sure you pray about it, too. You know, bring it to God yes. and say, okay, Lord, you know, my, my daughter really struggled last year. I mean, you're praying together, right? And not just on your own. Lord, you know, my daughter really struggled last year, and she really had a hard time, and, and, I, and I, I'm a little afraid to send her back in. I don't want her to go unprepared. So help us to figure out how you want her to respond to these situations and help me be the mom and i hope your your husband's praying too and help me be the dad that she needs us to be so that we can figure this out together make god part of this conversation with her again you're not saying this to god and then going and meeting her in a different room and and talking to her about it you're bringing it together to god so that the holy spirit can inform all of you about the direction he wants you to take to give you new ideas on how to handle it make him part of the conversation now if there are situations that you feel genuinely stuck about though you don't know how to handle the thing she's asking questions you're not sure what to do with she's when you start talking about it she gets defensive or or angry or 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 anxious or sad 
that's when it's time to seek some professional guidance, right? Uh, and we can help you at Pastoral Solutions if you'd like, or you can work with somebody local. But the point is, you know, at that at that point, you have to all admit, well, we I guess we don't know. We don't, we're not sure what to do, but we do believe there are answers. Let's go talk to somebody who might have some. And then you reach out, right? And if we can support you, don't hesitate to reach out to us at catholiccounselors.com. But the key here is using the downtime to, um, to help identify the specific problems, use those as an opportunity to draw closer to each other and God, and actually talk through how she might handle those things better. Now, now the thing here, when I say that, what parents hear is, I should lecture her about what I think she should do. And that is not going to work. It's not going to work at all, because the things that we would do if we were them won't work, because the world has changed since we have been in high school, right? We, we don't know how the dynamics work, especially in a world that's so immersed in social media. And the, so anxious and, and angry right now. So the, when I say work out together what she should do to handle those situations, don't say, well, you know, honey, if you just, you know, whatever, or if you just told yourself that they're jealous, you know, <laughs> all the stuff our parents used to say. None of that stuff's going to work. All right. You, the job is that, well, honey, you know, what do you think you should do to handle this well? You know, what kind of person do you want to be? You know, do you, do you want if you wanted to, if you were going to be a more confident, more faithful, more uh, whatever, what, what, are the, what are the qualities you think that you'd like to show in those situations? What would that look like in that situation? If you could be that person, what would you say to her? What, you, see what I'm doing? I'm asking a lot of questions. I'm not telling her what to do. I'm giving her some prompts, some context with, the, with those virtues and strengths that she might want to exhibit, but I'm not giving her answers because the answers that I would give her won't work. And the same thing is true with her trying to keep up her grades, which you pointed to first. You know, saying to her, what do you need to be able to keep up your grades and do the kind of work that you want to be doing in the coming year? Do you need more time to study? Do you need to eliminate some of the social distractions? Do you need to be in another course of study? Perhaps she's, you know, college-bound now, but really that's not where her strengths lie. But asking her what she needs and how you can support her in that so she can begin to generate ideas. But don't leave it all up. Don't leave that part all up to her, right? You know, start figuring out what kind of support she needs from you to make that happen, too. Because a lot of times parents will say, well, she's a junior. She should be doing her homework all by herself. She, she should be able The shoulds. Are, are undoing uh, as parents especially um, you know look at when she does well when she does study not, not I don't mean when she gets, gets the A I mean when she behaves toward her schoolwork the way you'd like her to behave she makes time to study she studies appropriately what makes that happen create that structure for her every day and don't just create it. Talk her through it. Make a written plan together and be part of it every day to the best of your ability. Thank you so much for the message. And if there is more we can do to support you, don't hesitate to reach out to us at catholiccounselors.com. That said, if you just want some basic coaching and support, I really encourage you to turn to catholichom.com and become a um, premium member of that community. You can get all the resources and the ongoing pastoral accompaniment that you need to really uh, handle these questions in the day-to-day. Check it out, catholichom.com. Well, that's all the time we've got for today's program. Thanks so much for being with us. And if you would like to learn how to be a more effective, faithful, confident Catholic parent, check out the resources we have for you at catholiccounselors.com, including the Pastoral Solutions Institute's Pastoral Telecounseling Practice, where you can work with a faithful, 
professional Catholic counselor to help you transform your marriage, family, or personal life through God's grace. Check it out at catholiccounselors.com. Then get out there and celebrate the life God has in store for you, because with His grace, there really is so much more to life. God bless, and thanks for tuning in. You've been listening to More to Life with Dr. Greg and Lisa Popcheck. More to Life is a co-production of Ave Maria Radio and EWTN Radio and is carried across the EWTN Global Catholic Radio Network. Our producer is Dan McGraw. For copies of this program or for more information, visit AveMariaRadio.net.